Hey, there we are. We're live. We're live. We made it again, huh? Woo woo. Good deal. Pretty stuff. Hey, real quick. I know we don't normally. Welcome to Newsworthy, by the way. I got a important announcement, Jerry. Awesome. Um, we always talk about Mike and how he's helped grow our podcast. Yes. Uh, he went to Russia. Did you see? I saw. Um, well, I'm afraid I got some bad news about Mike. Oh, no. What's that? He got abducted in New York by a group of mimes. By a group of mimes. He did. Now, he got away. Poor Mike. He got away. But what they did to him, mm, unspeakable. Okay. Yet I've got a feeling you're going to speak about it. No, no. That was it. <laughs> my, my, my. You go, Mike. Woo-hoo. I'm telling you. I'm going to have to start giving you assistance picking out your dad joke. That was grand. Grand. Oh, my god. Anyways, welcome to the show, guys. Welcome, welcome. We're glad you're here. Um, there we are. Uh, we got an awesome show today. Had an awesome show last week uh, uh, with Clay Davis talking about uh, local surveillance We've already asked, been accepted. Clay's going to come back the week of September 11th, and we're going to get we're going to get digging into uh, uh, some federal surveillance. And if you thought the local surveillance blows your mind, <laughs> where do you see that? And he's actually going to be in house with us, so that's even going to be better. The audio should be better. And, uh, it's going to be a great, great time. I think so. And perfect week to do it. Yeah, yeah. 11 week, which is when that's the. The trigger event that led to so many of our rights being uh, done away with. But yeah, we talked about a great show and we think we've got some decent topics. Well, not really. Topics suck. It's a great show <laughs> because we, I mean, let's be honest here, right? Let's, let's just tell it like it is. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic show because we passed 500 downloads, which is another reason to celebrate. And we're back once again. With Stella Rosa. I swear, everyone's got to believe that we were paid uh, <laughs> Stella by Rosa's, these people. Is, is by, if you are a part of any having anything to do with Stella Rosa, we're your biggest fans. Uh, we promote you a lot. Send us money. <laughs> well, you know, we are now in five countries, 22 states, thanks to Mr. Mike. Yep. But six countries. Stel- Inclu- six? six, including okay. the United States. Stella Rosa is a product of Italy. We have no downloads from Italy, so I seriously doubt anyone with this company is listening to us. But uh, just saying that we are not paid to to say what we do say about these guys, but they they make some pretty good stuff. Hey, Double Infinity. We're glad you're back with us today. It's exciting stuff. Good show today. Good show. Tell me about your week, Jerry. had an awesome week. I really did. I know I say that a lot. started reading this book. It's awesome. What's the book? book about anti-gravity? Oh. Can't put it down. <laughs> Literally that good. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. book is that good. Don't you love books like that? <sighs> Mercy. <sighs> You're laughing at my book? No, I'm laughing at your poor attempt at <laughs> a great joke. <laughs> poor attempt. Do not encourage him, Double Infinity. That was a terrible joke. You missed my joke. My joke was amazing. You'll have to go back and down get the download for the best joke tonight. Steve, we want our listeners to come back. Please don't ask them to go back and listen to your joke. Hey, so 
for anybody that listens, they know that we have dinner every day before we go live. Right. Today we had Chinese. It was good food. And given the topics that we're having today, I think I pulled the perfect, uh, the perfect uh, fortune cookie fortune. My fortune cookie fortune is you have executive ability. Apply this in the future. (laughs) Maybe I ought to add myself to the list of of the topic we're going to do today. Mine, on the other hand, says your ability for accomplishment will follow with success, which is basically saying that I can attribute my lack of success throughout my entire life due to my lack of ability for accomplishment, apparently. Oh, Jerry, you are so accomplished. I wish I was as accomplished as you. Have you ever gotten, well, you're not a good one to ask because you very rarely eat Chinese. It's not on the list of 10 approved foods for you. (laughs) Uh, Actually, though, you've had Chinese twice this year. I have. Thanks to podcast, which is, I'm guessing, roughly the equivalent of the entire number of Chinese meals you'd had previous in your entire life, right? Uh, About that, yep. So you wouldn't be a good one to ask, but I started to ask, have you ever had a fortune that you felt really summed you up, uh, other than the one you just read, of course? Um, no, not really. Most of them aren't. Most of it's like, and then they always give you the lottery numbers on the back, and I only play the lottery like once a year, and it's usually when I'm out of state. Did someone hit it yesterday? It was no, like it's, over, million? it's over oh, a billion. It's over a billion. It's over a billion. Um. It's funny because we always go, when we go to Tennessee or I go out of state, I'll buy those scratch-offs. Right. Speaking of, I just want you to know, I should be retiring this week, just okay. so you know. You bought a scratch-off, I'll take it. Listen, I had this running deal that whenever I hit, I won the lottery, I was able to retire. Okay? Simple enough. That's how it was stated. Does so, not apply to the $2 so, scratch Listen, openers. that was not in the small print I read. I'm taking Robin's out on this. Well, that's Does stupid. Not apply. That's stupid. You would take somebody's <laughs> out on that. That wasn't me. Um, how much did you win? I won $5. $5. That should at least buy me. That almost would buy half of this bottle of wine. And your wife, your inconsiderate wife, is refusing to support you for the rest of your life to allow you to retire. Well, correct? we wouldn't necessarily have. I mean, I still love what I do, so I would still do real estate, absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure if you want to express it that way, she'll be happy to let you retire <laughs> as long as you continue to do exactly what you're doing now. Oh. You explain this to her correctly. Oh, jeez. So how was your week? Uh, my week was awesome. We got uh, uh, one of my clients, Marie and her ma uh, and her daughter, got them into an awesome condo up Good in new. Louisville. They're excited. They don't have to mow the yard anymore. Awesome. Um, that was great. I love days like that. Got another house under contract. Been working a lot, and that's okay. Um it was a good week. Got Got a ramp put on my shed, so now I can ride my motorcycles right into the shed. Very nice. Also, uh, Saturday this week, for anyone who's listening that might be anywhere near Central Kentucky, Saturday is the day that they're having the uh, Cynthiana Bike Night in Cynthiana, Kentucky. That's about 30 miles northeast of Lexington. Last year, three there was at least three 3,000 motorcycles there. So if you like things on two wheels, come see us there. Um, we'll, I'll be there. You can meet us. 
there's going to be motorcycle judging there. There's stunt riders. They're even putting up a wrestling ring right on Main Street and doing a live show. It's going to be a great time. You can uh, unretire from wrestling to go back to that? You know, you bring that up in jest, but I was actually thinking the other day that I might go back because I'm, I miss that atmosphere. Obviously, I can't wrestle anymore. Uh, I am not going to be Ric Flair with jiggly titties out there trying to run. That's not happening. Good referee. But, on I, that but, but I, I am looking into getting back into referee. I there think that was a lot of fun and kept me active. and um, uh, So... It was good stuff, good stuff, and, and I can't wait to go down there and see all them. Uh, Philip Kelly is the guy that puts that on. He's he's worked his absolute butt off to get all these vendors and sponsors, and uh, good for him. I'm glad it's going to be. The weather should be cloud cover, mid-80s. It's going to be awesome for some bikes. So if you're anywhere near there, go there. It'll be awesome. Woo-woo. Certainly hope the weather cooperates with that many people. Bringing their bikes in, yeah, it, it's a big deal. It, yeah, double. You're right. It gets bigger and bigger every year. Um, I just the only thing that I said last year that it was missing was a taco truck. So if they get a taco truck there this year, I'm good. I love food trucks. Me too. I love and food trucks. They had about ten last between eight and ten last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that many people, I don't know why everyone and their brother wouldn't be showing up with one yeah i know it's good stuff um and again they just block off i saw the plan it's like four streets this year that they're just blocking off downtown for just to park motorcycles well (laughs) ought to be blast so uh let's see what are we missing i you're not a very good bartender you've let me go dry (laughs) you were closer to the bottle than i was Oh, man. This is good stuff. Stella Rosa is good stuff. I mean, I can understand why. Yeah. By the way, this makes our third different one that we've tried from them. They're all either sweet, reds, or semi-sweet. But we had tried the black. We tried blueberry. And now this is the original, original, I think. The original. Um, Yeah. They're all very good. Yes, Mochi. More wine. We went over 500 downloads. We're in six states and twenty or twenty-two states and six countries. So yeah, we're thanks celebrating. To Mr. Mike. Yeah, thanks to Mr. Mike who was abducted earlier right. this week. <laughs> Ooh. Very true. So what are we covering today? Oh, oh, yes. Real quick, sure. We talked about Clay doing the week of September the eleventh. Guess what next week is? What is next week? Next week's rapid my fire number two. Rapid fire number two. Woo! I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, now what are we talking about this week? Uh, my topic is going to be monkeypox. Something I knew absolutely nothing about until I began to do some research, which I go into a little bit more detail on that later on. Your topic? I am doing the way too early draft, if you will, because we have the. Uh, NFL fantasy football draft coming up. It got my mind to thinking we're going to talk about presidential contenders for 2024. Already announced. Woo-woo. Pre-registered, registered, whatever it is they well, do at this point. Uh, most of what we're going to talk a little bit about the ones that are pre-announced. Uh, we're going to focus on the ones that haven't announced yet, but are have been talked about, have been... Did you just... <laughs> Mochi's trying to get me. Uh, you just wait, Mochi. What did she say? She said uh, AOC. 
She's actually on the list, believe it or not. Really? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But we're going to talk about all the presidential contenders and and who we're I'm going to put you on the spot. So be sure. thinking about it. Who's your who's your top two on both sides and who's going to win? Not now. Think about it when we get done with the show. Okay. Now, this would probably be a good time to put you on the spot and say that you've given your listeners two, three, four weeks notice. I have. For those that remember, a few weeks ago, we a quote come up, a supposed quote from uh, Admiral Yamamoto of the Japanese Navy, who during World War II supposedly is quoted as saying that the Japanese should not invade America because behind every blade of grass would be an American with a gun. Steve says that he absolutely firmly knows that this quote was made by Yamamoto, and I disputed that. He promised us that he would come back with empirical evidence. We gave him a few weeks, so uh, are, you, are you prepared to tell us what you found? Yes. Okay. I am prepared to tell you Please do. what I found, that I was 100% wrong. <laughs> it's, you're not 100% wrong. It's possible. But there is zero evidence. Nothing. There's no one that was close to him that's ever said he made that statement. There is nothing in writing that he said anything similar. So it doesn't appear that that is an apt quote, although it is often attributed to him. Well, that's good Hollywood writing, if nothing else. What a great line. What a great way of showing American dominance in a movie, if you were to be it that way. So There's another quote that he is often quoted with making that's half true, half incorrect. Um, And if I can't quote it, it's not worth looking up, I don't think, but he once made a quote along the lines of, there was a lot of Japanese officials at the time that were saying they believed that they could beat America. He didn't believe so. He even said that it would not be enough to for Japan to uh, to take Guam. It would not be enough for them to take Hawaii. It would not be enough for them to take San Francisco. He said it will require us marching into Washington, D.C., going to the White House and dictating the terms of their surrender. He was saying, in other words, I don't believe we can do this, is what he was really saying. But the quote was turned around and they used part of it. They took part of it out of context. And he was quoted as saying that we are going to march into Washington, go to the White House, and dictate the terms of surrender for America. Uh, Another quote that he is often misattributed with. I will say, having been wrong about that, I'm also sad to say, that for the first time in its life that I'm aware of, coming here, my motorcycle got rained on for the first time in its entire existence. It makes me very sad. That's horrible. Not that you care. You're well, laughing at me. I, <laughs> I like motorcycles. Don't have the guts to ride one myself, but I like motorcycles. Well, the, the guy I bought it from never rode it. He's, he never rode in the rain. Bought it brand new. Um, the only time it ever been touched with water is when he's washing it. So I agree with you, Double. They are amazing. Um, so now I have to go home. I have to towel dry it and get it all pretty for bike night on Saturday because can't be riding down there in an ugly bike. That's just very true. Unheard of. It's very uncouth. So are you going to tell us about monkeypox or are we going to get into presidential contenders first? I'll be happy to go into monkeypox. All right, let's do it. 
Monkey pox. First of all, there's I've got to lead off with some bad news. Uh-oh. I've been left off the email list. Oh, you have. There's a lot of important information that I apparently had not gotten the email about, and I can only assume that was because I've once again been left off the email list. Anyway, first of all, on July 23rd, the World Health Organization declared that monkeypox is a global emergency. I'm sure you've probably heard. Yep. The U.S. Um, Health and Human Services Secretary, Xavier Becerra, said that his concern level concerning monkeypox is a 10 out of a 10. It's at the highest level. There have been almost 3,000 cases in the U.S. There have been almost 14,000 worldwide. Five people have died. These are bad numbers. Anytime there's something going around the world that's killing people, that's a horrible thing. We certainly hope that it uh, can be stopped as quickly as possible. What is it? Monkeypox is a rare disease. It's caused by an infection with, believe it or not, the monkeypox virus. What? I know, really hard to believe. Holy buckets. Monkeypox virus is part of the same family of viruses as variola virus, the virus that also causes smallpox. It's in the same family. Monkeypox symptoms are very similar to smallpox symptoms, but much, much milder, far milder. Monkeypox is very rarely fatal. Uh, Monkeypox is not related to chickenpox. The most well-known symptom of monkeypox is the rash. You probably saw pictures of it, just rash that has open wounds that are seeping right. liquid out of it. That can look like pimples or blisters that can appear on the face, inside the mouth, and on all other parts of the body. Hands, feet, chest, genitalia. Some of the other symptoms, fever, body aches, chills, and fatigue. Um this virus is usually not serious, can be, but very rare. And is usually only very serious with those that are immunocompromised. Uh, for, for the average healthy person, it's generally not that serious of a disease. Now, the it virus- It looks bad. It looks horrible. It's got a, it's got a bad look to it. So the, the world- optics, right? You know, they, they have, it's, it's not something you have to be tested to even know you have. You would think. <laughs> been part of the problem actually we'll get to that in a little bit now next how it spreads direct contact with the infectious rash scabs or bodily fluids is how this spreads so you mean me and you being in the same room and you breathing on me doesn't give me monkey bumps. not only that if you were in my house in a small close confined area with very poor ventilation and there was 50 other people with monkeypox and you didn't have direct contact with a rash, with the fluid that was coming out of it, you weren't rubbing up against us and didn't come into contact with the scabs, there would be almost zero chance of you catching monkeypox. So what you're saying is this is more like AIDS well, than yeah. COVID. Hold on one second sorry. before I answer that. Sorry. You're still in my thunder a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. A couple of other ways that it can spread. Respiratory secretions through prolonged face-to-face contact or during physical intimate contact. So kissing, intimate contact, kind of like you're just alluded to. Another way is if you touch items such as clothing or linen that has previously touched the rashes and the fluids coming from the open sores of someone who does have it. 
So if you're the housekeeper and you're doing the laundry and you pick up the, the bed sheets and it's got some of the fluids that have come from the rashes, you can actually catch it from that. This disease is known historically to be a West African disease. And in West Africa, it is not a sexual disease. It's not a sexually transmitted disease. It's normally transmitted by most commonly by rodents that come in people's homes and dwellings and bite them. That's the most common way. Then, back to your point, I read an article from the Associated Press entitled, Monkeypox Virus Could Become Entrenched as the Next STD in the U.S. It went on to say, and I quote, about 99% of all the men in the U.S. who, who have monkeypox report having sex with other men. Oh, wow. 99%. In the United States of America, this is a male homosexual disease. I, I guess I'm way behind. I, actually, what this reminded me of is something that you and I talked about a few weeks ago. I read an article maybe a month, month and a half ago from Putin saying that they were still going to win the war with Ukraine, that they were going to win it through attrition, that Americans would be become tired of hearing about the war, we would become tired of helping to support the war, and that the American interests would go away. I guess this is what happened to me. Apparently, I was so tired of COVID that I began to tune out something that I thought was along the same lines. I thought it was, you know, the, possibly the next pandemic to hit America. So I'm not blaming it on the news because everyone that I talked to seems like, yeah, well, we, we, we knew that it was primarily hitting homosexual men. You mentioned that. My brother, who's not known to keep up on news that well, yesterday I was talking to him and he's like, yeah, I, I knew that, Jerry. <laughs> I didn't. I had no clue. None. Wow. I thought this was just the next COVID. I thought I needed to wear a mask to, to you know, keep from catching it. A mask doesn't do jack for this. It does nothing. Uh, you start to... Oh, I was, I was just going to... Uh, double had asked if it was kind of like smallpox, sort of, except small, it, it was in the same family, but smallpox was transmissible via sneezing, coughing, um, and all that. Much more highly contagious. Much more highly contagious. And, and deadly, much, much deadly. More deadly. If I remember correctly, I believe it killed approximately 30% of the people. Yeah. Um, and we used it as a bioweapon against American Native Americans. And again, just for worldwide numbers, it's early on. Yeah, with blankets. Worthly 14,000 cases worldwide, five known deaths. Yeah. yeah so, so this one is not very... <laughs> Mochi, Mochi has decided she's going to build herself a bubble house now. Yeah, really. That's kind of the way I was before I found out. <laughs> no, if you're not... Well, if you need to buy land, I know a guy. Just okay, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, monkeypox, as we mentioned, is endemic in parts of Africa. But there, again, it is not a sexually, normally, it's not a sexually transmitted disease. It's normally uh, where people have been infected from bites through rodents and other small animals. To Mochi's point, prevention steps. Here's what, according to the CDC, that they recommend that we do to keep from being, from catching it. Avoid close skin-to-skin -skin contact with people who have a rash that looks like it could possibly meet monkeypox. So if you see someone that has a pimple-like rash with open, oozing sores, believe it or not, they want you to avoid close skin-to-skin -skin contact with those people. 
Furthermore, they recommend that you do not touch those rash or scabs of those people. Well, darn it. They recommend you do not kiss, hug, cuddle, or have sex with someone who has these symptoms or is known to absolutely have monkeypox. Unbelievable stuff, right? I just, just the other day, I walked past two guys and I was like, man. Should I or should I? Should I just run up there and give them a big hug? And then I was like, no, because they have oozing sores. That's not, (laughs) I just can't imagine that that would be something I'd want to run into. Just saying. Do not share utensils. Eating utensils with someone known to have monkeypox. Do not handle or touch the bedding, towels, or clothing of a person with monkeypox. Do get vaccinated if you've been exposed to monkeypox or believe that you are at higher risk of being exposed. I think someone just sent a uh, response. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they double infinity emoji are cracking me up. If you good plug point, if you join us live on Wednesday nights, you can have direct interaction with this while doing the show and even interrupt the show because I often laugh uncontrollably. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, good news. A vaccine does already exist. Um, Monkeypox has been around for many years. And back in 2019, a vaccine for monkeypox was licensed in the United States. 191,000 doses have already been distributed. 160,000 are ready to go. And they anticipate that as many as 780,000 additional doses will be ready to go by the end of next week. Now, a lot of these numbers are estimates. And the reason why is pretty simple. Until a public health emergency has been declared, all data being reported to the CDC or any other federal uh, agency is completely voluntary. Believe it or not, this is one of the things that, uh, or first of all, I digress. For those of you that were with us last week, Clay Davis had a lot of very eye-opening information that he gave us. One of the websites that he was talking about was 10amendmentcenter.com. And if you haven't been to that website, please do spend some time there. I love that website. Spent a lot of time this past week just reading it. The 10th Amendment says the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution. And when it says United States, it's talking about the United States federal government. So the power is not dedicated to the federal government, the United States, by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. The reason I bring that up is that is the exact reason why that all states' compliance with the federal requests for information on diseases such as this is voluntary because the Constitution didn't delegate that as a right to the federal government. And believe it or not, this is one of the rare cases where the federal government has not overstepped their bounds and hasn't required it, even though it's not legal and wasn't originally, uh, they weren't originally given that right by the Constitution. Uh, and, and this is a case where I certainly wish that all the states would. It would probably help us to know exactly what we're dealing with and so on and so forth. The reason they don't, well, as Clay explained last week, Um, the federal government has an absolutely atrocious record of what they do with that information once it's given to them. Mm. They 
often lie about what they're doing with it. The federal Who government they share the information with. Uh, he gave the example last week, I believe, that the Lexington government was saying that for the information that they had, they were only keeping it for 30 days. What they're not telling you is that they were giving it to different federal government agencies who were known in many cases to never delete it. They, they keep that information forever. So the federal government is known to blame but themselves for the, for the states not sharing this information. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that the federal government would lie and do things with our information we weren't supposed to know about? Not even just that. Ugh. Not even will they lie. In many cases, you know, we'll get into this more with Clay on uh, what day, when are we having Clay? Clay the, week be of here, the week of 9-11. Okay. So that will be, uh, let me pull up my handy dandy calendar here. That will be, he'll be here on the 14th of September. Nice. Um, but as we've talked about in previous episodes, when we were talking about Edward Snowden and some of the things that he had revealed, um, in many cases, the United States government is doing, not, not only are they lying about what they're doing with information and who they're sharing it with, the very fact that they are collecting some of this information is blatantly unconstitutional. Obviously was. They lied about the fact they were doing it. They lied about who they were sharing it with. They lied about how long they're keeping it. Yeah. So in cases like this where you would think at first cursory glance that, you know, why wouldn't states share this type of information with the federal government? Obviously, the more data, the better when you're dealing with a pandemic or something like that. But once again, it goes back to everyone being afraid of what the government's going to do with it. So, yeah. again, the government to me has the federal government has no one to blame but themselves for the states that don't share the information. And that only hurts us. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, in, in, a, in a case of a pandemic or or any health issue, AIDS as an example, AIDS was let to sit out there for five to ten years before they finally came out and said, oh, we may have an issue. <laughs> you know, because they didn't bring it up until people of fame started dying from it. Freddie Mercury, Liberace, uh, Clark, not Clark Gable. The other guy. Um, Not for sure. Anyhow, but, you know, those people, Rock Hudson, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. You know, when they started dying of it, that's what started triggering, you know, well, what's going on here? Not the federal government saying, hey, we got an issue. There's a lot <laughs> of truth in that. I've heard several black people say, and I think there's a lot of truth in it, that cocaine crack, and several other drugs weren't a quote-unquote problem until mainstream white people begin to get on it. I wouldn't disagree. As long as it was predominantly black people, there was no uproar. Right. And you're kind of saying it was the same thing with AIDS. When it was average Joe Blow catching it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. But when several famous celebrities begin to catch it and die from it, then suddenly a lot of people say, right. we're going to have to do something about this. So. Yeah, I agree. I, it's stupid. The, it, it's another example of how our federal government has everything backwards. <laughs> In many ways, yes. You know, I mean, it, it just is, unfortunately. Uh, we can get into that all we want to. I mean, we could start, we could talk about that for weeks. <laughs> very true. would make a very boring show for most folks, though. It would. So to sum up monkeypox, I'm sad to say that uh, I was extremely illiterate on the subject. I knew nothing about it. I had worried some 
thinking it was going to be the next big pandemic that we all needed to worry about. And not that it makes it better. Um, again, there's people dying from it worldwide. I didn't read. I don't know if anyone in the U.S. has died from it. I did see that uh, five of the 14,000 cases worldwide have resulted in fatalities. That's always bad. Um, I would say that many people died from lightning strikes in America today. Probably. probably. <laughs> so I'm not trying to undermine the severity of the issue. Sure. It is growing. It is getting bigger. We, we certainly don't want that. Um, but I do blame myself for not paying more attention to the news and knowing more about it and what it was. So in, in, was in, in that respect, does it need to be covered more? And do you, I guess my question here is, in it's the way it's being covered now. Is it my the, answer is yes, but I'm, I'm not for sure if that's the right answer because you, my brother, other people seem to know a hell of a lot more. So I really think it was just me sticking my head into the sand saying, I don't want to hear. Well, I knew about it because for the first couple of weeks that it was being brought up, was being brought up, oh, this is a big thing and we all have to worry about it. If it's not airborne or, or waterborne, we all, quote, air quotes, don't have to worry about it. We use common sense. Oh, you have oozing sores. I'm not going to give you a hug today. In fact, I'm going to stand over here. You're going to handle your bed linen. Right. I, and I, I'm protected. So I think... Um, <laughs> we, need, we need, in my opinion, we true. need a little bit more information telling exactly who, as you were saying, needs to be worried and who doesn't. Right. And more along the lines of prevention. Double ask a really good question. Yes. Was there anything in your reporting that showed that it could be trans, could be given, you know, on money? No, none. Uh, direct, direct, direct really? contact okay. uh, is what is, again, over 99% of the cases in America are men who say that they have had sex with more than with other men, and in most cases, more than one. Which is, by the way, one of the biggest reasons that this is spreading. Uh, what I was reading said if the people were forthcoming in what they were telling health officials about who they had had sex with, unfortunately, in many cases, they're getting answers like no one. Uh, I've not had sex with anyone. Are they getting answers like, I don't know the names of the people I'm having sex with. Right. Or I've had sex with so many people I can't remember. That makes it really hard for them to do contact tracing and get in contact with the people and say, hey, come on down. We've got a vaccine. Yeah. You know, you've potentially been exposed. So that isn't helping. But a direct answer to her question, absolutely not from the handling of money. Well, they have gone into talking about women and nasty boob money. In the retail industry. <laughs> and you and I have been in that business. We know that they're not wrong. I, 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 will re, I will remember this. I've got two quick stories. I will remember this until the day I pass. I was at the Lexington Big Lots. I was okay. assistant manager up there. Art McChesney was the manager. Many years ago. Many, many years ago. <laughs> and... I had to go up and relieve the service desk. You know, we often did for their lunch or whatever. This lady who, and I'm not knocking her weight. I'm not knocking how she dressed. But this lady was every bit 450 pounds. Comes up to me and wants to buy some candy. 
It's just a little small amount of candy, a dollar bag or something like that. And this lady has a purse. She's holding a purse. She didn't trust that purse. She didn't trust the purse because as I give her her total, she sticks both hands down the front of her shirt. She lifts up her boob with one hand and pulls out sweaty. It felt like it just came out of the washing machine money. <laughs> it was the grossest thing I've ever touched in my entire life. <laughs> now, to be honest, it was, bad. was it, it was Mochi bad. or Double Infinity that originally asked this question? Uh, Mochi. Or Double Infinity, sorry. In this case, if they were to do something like that, and on the underside of the boob, there was open sores. <laughs> I'm sure it absolutely would be possible I'd be some in gloves. this case. Yeah. Uh, because in that case, it would be no different than handling the, the linen, the sheets. But uh, under normal circumstances, that's not a way that it's If that woman had pulled out a wad, you know, a knot of bills, I would understand not putting it in your purse. This woman had $7 up under her boob. Maybe that was the only. I have thing. never <laughs> saw that. I, in many cases, I have had women never reach and pull their boob up and get money out from underneath it. But I've had women reach into what I assume was their bra and pull out money. Uh, yeah, and I'll be honest with you, that even no matter the woman never turned me off like a woman who would reach into her man or woman that would reach into their socks to pull out money. That grossed me out big time. Not a foot person, are you? No. Especially not sweaty foot person. <laughs> All right. Well, I believe that this needs more information, but in a good way. Not in a threatening way. Hey, let, this is what it is, and let's just agree. let's just say what it is. You know, for a lot of long time, for the first few weeks, I was hearing about it, and the reason I knew about it was because the media was portraying it as the next COVID, and it's obviously not that. So, writes down: Jerry does not have a foot fetish. <laughs> Reversal, maybe, but no, not a foot. Fetish. Oh man, I'll never be paying women to. Uh... Take pictures of their feet. I'm not one of those guys. I, I hear about women are making money doing that. And I'm just like, you know, we we have fallen not just as an American country, but as a worldwide society, we have fallen so far. We really have. Tribute that to Bill Gates and the and, and uh, uh, definitely have to continue. Contribute that to Al Gore since he invented the internet. (laughs) I don't know if it's me uh, and my topic. I don't know if it's Mochi and Double Infinity with her comments. I really believe it's probably the wine, but you're certainly in a giggling mood today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a good day. Must be. I have no brain fog today, and that's a good day. I, I for Wednesday being hump day and all that. There's some Wednesdays that I'm really just in a fog and just trying to push through. Today is not that day. So glad to hear. Yeah, and I actually they're cracking me up. <laughs> I didn't even know there was an only feats. I knew about only fans, but now there's an only feats. Yeah. 
So I agree with you. And never apparently, uh, you are not a member. I'm wishing I still had never heard of that. I <laughs> <laughs> went the rest of my life and never known about that. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a chill going up your arm there? Is that like some goosebumps? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's good stuff. Hey, Jerry, let me yeah. tell you something you probably don't know. What's that? Well, you may know since we talked about it a little bit before the show, but you can pretend that you don't know. Okay. Did you know that right now on, what's today's date? The 26th of July, 2022, that there are already over 200 filed and completed presidential candidates? I think that is absolutely ludicrous. <laughs> I really do. Now, in order to file and to be a presidential candidate, you have to meet a few requirements. Very few. You have to be 35 years old. You have to be a natural-born citizen or be born to natural-born parents and be born on a military base outside of our country. That's that's allowed. Um, not have a criminal record. Felony. felony. A felony criminal record. I did not smoke that joint. Um, and you have to pay $5,000 to the FEC. Yep. That's it. And you are a presidential candidate. Oh, Mochi says she's running in five years. That's weird. Um, so right now, I, and, I, and I went down the list. You can pull up the list. It's an easy list to find. It is on, you can pull it up. Ballotpedia. Ballotpedia. Uh, and it's literally over 250 people. I tried to count. I got to 250 and said, you know, I'm done. Of those 250 that I looked at, I didn't see one name that struck a chord. Not one. So um, why they would spend $5,000 of their hard-earned money and have zero name recognition, I have no idea. I think you mentioned it earlier that some people do this in all likelihood simply to say I once was yeah. a president. Well, I think it, in certain circles that carries a little bit of weight. Probably. Whether whether they've done anything with it or not, but that's a lot of it money. It certainly carries spend. weight with me. It says that yeah. you had $5,000 to blow, that you had nothing better that you could possibly come up with it to do with that money. And we just learned that they could have. They could have spent $5,000 on OnlyFeeds. Exactly. <laughs> God, only. Who knows how many pictures of <laughs> stupid, ugly, sweaty feet. <laughs> if only they had known. <laughs> Mochi says she just needs a loan of five, small loan of $5,000. And, oh, Jerry's going to. She uh, wants to buy pictures of feet? No, Double Infinity's going to send you some feet. Oh, <laughs> Guys, that email address that we've been telling you about is gone. No, no, it's absolutely there. Uh, you can inundate it. Jerry checks it religiously every day. You can uh -huh. send all the feet pics you want to Jerry at newsworthy with Stephen Jerry at gmail.com. Sadly, I must admit, I will never again check this email in my life. <laughs> all right. So, who do you want to talk about? Democrats, Republicans, independents? I've got a list of candidates. A mile wide that we can bear into. I'd like to get through all of them, so I'm only going to say a couple of lines about each one. But before you do that, I would like to mention that a ton of these people 
are nonpartisan on this list who have uh, paid the money oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. pre-register. Yeah. Just nonpartisan, which tells me, furthermore, they have no chance. Not only no chance, they know they have no chance. Right. You combine the fact nonpartisan and you don't even recognize the name to begin with. Right. Yeah, just, uh, you talk about lightning striking twice in the same, You just to even yeah. get on a ballot, even to get on a debate stage. Well, let's start with the Republicans to answer your question. Okay. We'll do Republicans first. Okay. Now, let's break it down even further. First of all, oh. are you going to talk about Republicans that are here or Republicans that you've heard elsewhere that no, are no. considering? The money? list that have already filed, I'm not talking about any. Okay. Uh, these are all people that have either announced that they want to run, or they're, expressing, they're expressing interest, or they're not expressing interest, but they're doing the things. They're right. making the trip to New Hampshire. They're going to Iowa. Right. Uh, they're making a, a, a separation statement, things of that nature. Or, I heard it at the grocery store that somebody would like to see them run. Because, ultimately, politicians and politics is all grassroots. Yep. So, um, start with Republicans, who I think have, when I was writing the list, if you would asked me before I started writing the list, I would have thought that Republicans had a deeper bench. And I'm not so convinced now, to be honest. Um Basically, because it depends on how the American people are in the mood to vote. Okay, and I'll get to that. What I'm talking about. Um, so here's a name. Here's a few names. And if you want to talk about one before I'm done, just stop me. We'll talk about them and we'll move on. Okay. Sure. Ted Cruz, Senator of Texas, uh, ran in 2020. Yeah. Yep. And was the final guy that uh, he was the final one in that Donald Trump beat. For the Republican nomination, uh, Ron DeSantis probably the front runner at this point, minus Trump. Yep, uh, he's the governor of Florida. Obviously, we can't do a list of presidential contenders without including Donald Trump, um, who Jerry and I both hope don't chooses not to run. Well, and let's say why. Okay, we both said that we believe the Republicans are a shoe in. For the presidency in 2024, unless they run Donald Trump. 100%. I, I totally 100%. that. Absolutely. And, and for me, it's not so much about the presidency, but the president's leadership ability of leading Congress and Senate to get things done. Um, and I don't, I don't think that that connection from Trump to the Mitch McConnell's and the, and the, uh, the, Crenshaw's is is there to make that happen. Yep. I, I just don't. And that's the problem. There'd be a disconnect right out of the gate. Um, because there's been a lot of bad blood between since President or Trump lost. He's not been kind to most Republicans. <laughs> and, or anyone in general. Or anyone in general. Which I mean, just means you're hurting you're hurting your own chances yes. when you're pissing everybody off. Yes. So on down the list, one of my one of my probably favorites early in the Republican, Nikki Haley, smart smart woman, South Carolina, South Carolina governor. First, let me just say, when I'm looking at a president, I look at that as an executive position, and I like governors for that position. They've already and done after something. That was UN? She's UN ambassador, yes, UN former ambassador. UN ambassador. So she's she's known on a world stage. She has respect of the world stage. Um, she was no nonsense. I'm not taking any BS from anybody. This is the way we feel. This is the way we believe. And, and I appreciate that about her. Uh, 
Obviously, Mike Pence, former VP, he's not announced, but he's doing all the things that make you think he's going to run. He said he's exploring the opportunities yeah, and all that. Yeah. Uh, Marco Rubio, Senator of Florida, also in the 2020 race, ran a decent campaign. He did. Um, ran out of money, bluntly. <laughs> yep. Uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, probably not so much. He's got oh, less name in her, uh, late name recognition. Um but he has done some pretty good things, and he's kind of a middle-of-the-road guy from, from Texas. Liz Cheney, <laughs> she's a Trumpist, diehard Trumpist, she senator no of Wyoming, she but no she chance. has formed an exploratory committee. No so, I don't disagree. She'll be extremely lucky to retain her seat. Uh, the next three, uh, Mike Lee, he's a representative out of Utah. Uh, if he runs, it'll be because Mitt Romney wanted him to. Mitt Romney's not on this list. He's expressed three different times on three different occasions he's not interested in running. He likes where he's at in the Senate. Uh, Kristen Newen, the governor of South Dakota, uh, I think no. she's probably not going to be a president candidate, but she should be on a short list for a VP. I'm probably not. I think she she's has far worse than uh, Palin out of Alaska was for oh uh, John John McCain. John she McCain. was his VP running mate. That was a forced deal. This, you could, this those two had worse. zero chemistry. Palin and McCain. This one would be far worse. Almost as bad as Almost. Biden and Harris. <laughs> I mean, you could tell those people do not like each other. Period. Um, Which is not necessarily a requirement. No, no, it helps. Yeah, it, it helps. does. You know, like them, hate them, want to crucify them, whatever. Obama and Biden got along well. Yeah, seemed they to like each other, seemed to respect Very each other. Very much like Bush and Shady. Yes, very much so. Very, very, Got you could see them hanging out, well. having a beer, whatever. And you could see them trusting each other. Yeah. And if there was something important, they really wouldn't have a big problem saying, well, you know, I haven't looked into that. You know, why don't you take that question for me? Sure. But some of these guys, absolutely, Kamala Harris and Biden, they were, there's no way he would do that. No. Her, I don't think. And the last one on the list of knowns that are thinking about running is probably Daniel Crenshaw, who I already mentioned. He's the uh, rep representative from texas if you ever seen a guy Zero on tour he's got the eye patch he's got the credentials he's the leader he's a u.s navy seal he, he won his first election um and he's not gonna no, I, don't, do anything. I don't i don't think that he's ready for prime time i do think that he could be mentioned bigger Tell in a right. bigger scale as a vp or you know later on down the, the line so Let's talk about some celebrities that lean right that have been mentioned. Well, there's one that comes Who's easy that? to mind. Who's that? Uh, well, I guess he's a Republican. I think he's normally considered uh, McConnell. Sorry. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. He's conservative. He's Republican, right? Yeah. Or has he come out and said? He really hasn't said. He's from Texas, so a lot of people are leaning that way. But he came out really strong in the Unveil thing with uh, the mass shooting. Even before that. Yeah. But he's not anti-gun. Right. He simply, there's two or three things he wants. He wants universal background. Yeah. He wants things that most, the vast majority of America wants. Yeah. He wants universal background checks. He wants sensible red flag laws. And he wants some sort of ban on high-capacity magazines. Sure, sure. That's that's all that I've heard him say about guns. Here's a couple of more, especially if Donald Trump doesn't run. Okay. If they finally somehow talk him out of running. Uh, two of his children. Don Jr. and Ivanka are both mentioned that they both could run. Uh, Candace Owens, 
who I think is very smart. I liken her very much in a lot of respects, just in the way she speaks and talks. She's as a talking head, she's very poignant, but I don't know how far that would take her. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'd like her. I like her personality. And this is the one that's probably going to draw the most ire. Your favorite, your buddy. Tucker Carlson's been mentioned to run for president. God help us all. <laughs> God help us all. Well, you know, you say that, but I could li- It's Sometimes people's voices just... No. No, you said that four years ago about Ted Cruz. No, no. You said as much as I might like him, his voice causes to a lot of people remind them of scratches on a chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. That's not Listen. the biggest problem that I have with Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Number one, he's never done anything other than be the talking head. Right. Candace Owens kind of the same thing. Zero aptitude for, proven zero aptitude for this job. That right. They haven't proven that they're anywhere even, that they even deserve to be mentioned. Well, I'm oh. just saying that they've been mentioned. Um, back to Ted Cruz, just, just to, I want to sure. pull out one point. Poll after poll after poll has shown that if he had grown the beard, he would have beat Donald Trump. Isn't that weird? I saw one poll that said that. Oh, I can, I'll show you next week. Yeah, I'm I don't sure. have time this week. Along with your <laughs> Yamamoto no, I'm serious. Uh, who's the guy that does all the polls? He has the people there in, in the uh, in the studio. Ted Cruz never come close enough to Donald Trump, I don't think, for anything as minor as a beard to change people's <laughs> opinion that drastically. Well, as a bearded man, I just know that people relate to me better and make and feel better around me because I have a beard. I can say this. I felt far more positive about <laughs> Ted Cruz four years ago than I do now. Yeah, I agree. I agree I, with I that. I really did. I agree with that. So let's move on to independence real quick because there's only four that's even worth mentioning. Okay. Bernie Sanders, independent. Um, he's like a set. He's uh, not going to run as an independent. He never does. Never does. But he is an independent. He that's what he's listed He as. always caucuses as an independent. Yeah. No, he... Registered as an independent, the caucuses with the Democrats. With the Democrats. So Bernie Sanders, who's like 736 years old. Um, and then there's two from the Libertarian Party. Joe Jurgensen ran last time, got a, a half a percent a point. Um, really, really not that big of a deal. And then David De Silva is an also a Libertarian. So Joe and just. Uh, David will be fighting out for the Libertarian Party, uh, which is really sad for me. They'll be fighting over that 1% of the vote if they're lucky. So let's talk about Democrats, shall we? Let's do it. Obviously, Joe Biden. And there's been a scathing report. uh, There's a scathing report from a New York Times journalist. And I had his name, and I unfortunately I deleted the page. Came out today and said the best thing that Joe Biden could do for the Democratic Party is announce today that he's not re- running for re-election. And what does that remind you of? <laughs> Jimmy Carter? <laughs> Two <laughs> Rupert Murdoch-owned companies. Yes, saying the same thing about Trump. Rupert Murdoch owns Fox News. Two Rupert Murdoch-owned companies within the last month and a half have said the exact same thing about Donald Trump, New York Post, and Washington uh, New- Washington Post, and New York Washington Times and New York Post. I'll get it right. Yeah. So, so yeah. Kamala Harris is being lobbed. But here's the thing with Kamala Harris. Other than being VP, she didn't get not one vote 
in her run for president. So I don't see that being a real no. a real deal. And hasn't made a name for herself as a VP. Either. No, she's been made a a, 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 mockery, a mockery of herself is what she's done. Um, so let's get to some. I'll cover a few more that I put stars beside because they would be the Republicans' best gift. Kamala Harris is one. Uh, AOC out of New York is another. She, there's rumors that she may try to run. Who else along the same vein that usually does express interest every time? Uh, don't know who Elizabeth Warren. Oh, yeah, she's on the list. <laughs> Again, Republicans' best dream yeah. candidate. Uh, Hillary Clinton is on that list. I mean, she's she's, she's like seven thousand and twelve years old. She 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 was born before Bernie Sanders, before dirt, right? Yeah, before dirt. And Stacey Abrams out of Georgia, former gubernatorial candidate, even, lost state yeah, senator, lost. State. Um, and her state voted for Biden. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she was endorsed by Biden. Uh, she's just a terrible candidate. So any of those? Oh, and Gavin Newsom in California. He's um, far better than the rest of them. He is, but at the same time, I, I don't mean I like him. I just mean he would poll far better. Oh, than I agree. Rest. I agree. But he if, reminds me a lot of Bill Clinton. Uh, Handsome, personable, uh, kind of has the Reagan ability to, on the spur of the moment, give a talk on anything and sound good. Yeah, he's good in front of the camera. That, I guess. those are things you, you that will scare you, no matter who it is. Yeah, I can see that. I, I don't see that in. Mid, middle America or even South America totally or that he's going to carry I'm not saying for policy. States. I'm just no. saying he, has, he comes across well. He's very uh, photogenic. So let's talk about some real candidates. The ones that are scares us. The ones that I think have and a real shot. not even scares us. There's two. Cases, I mean, let me just be honest. Okay. There's two on this list that I, I would vote them. for. You got it. And I'll go ahead and mention the first one. Joe Manchin out of West Virginia. More and more all the time. More and more all the time. Uh, he's on the list. West Virginia senator, very middle of the road, very, I'm going to do what I feel is best for my people of West Virginia. Yeah, buddy. And I don't care. He, if you're Demo- he said, I don't care if you're Democrats and you don't like it. I don't care if you're Republicans and you don't like it. This is what's best for my people. And he tells that to, he, this man single-handedly has thwarted more of Joe Biden's policies than oh, any other one person in America. Absolutely. Um, Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg. <laughs> Whatever you want to say his last name is, I don't like the guy. And it's not because he's gay. I could care less. America's ready for that. I don't, you know, it's his choice. Doesn't bother me who he sleeps with. I don't care. His policies, and I think he had a lot more chance until he decided to tell Americans who couldn't afford $5 gallon gas to go out and buy a $70,000 electric car. And then when he was hammered in a, in a, uh, a Senate Judiciary, not a Judiciary, but a Transportation Committee hearing with Thomas Massey. Thomas Massey obliterated him. How do you think that the power grid is going to support all these electric cars? And it just came by 2030. That was the whole topic. He really didn't have a good answer. He was very political. And I think that in, at some point in the future, he does have a chance. a good chance. It may not be 2024. Probably very highly likely it's not 2020. Right. I agree. Um, I think Tulsi Gabbard, the second one that I would vote for, um, is definitely one to work. She's very, again, Joe Manchin-like. And, in fact, if Joe Manchin and Tulsi got together as an either-or <laughs> VP and president, I would vote for that ticket all day. There's one day. more that's up there with those two. I don't know if you've got her on your list. I don't know if she's expressed interest. 
the California chick? Arizona. Arizona. Kirsten Cinema. Yeah, I saw her. She's not expressed the interest yet. Um, She's but right she is on Joe Manchin. Yeah. Um, In her politics. Are you ready for my surprise actual politician? Because we got some celebs to go to, too. But here, <laughs> here's the surprise one. And he actually scares me as someone who could have a shot. As a Democrat. As a Democrat. Who? Andy Bashir, our governor. Man. I mean, he's moderate. He's a, he's a moderate he's for the a most bit part. Known, a name for himself. He, does, he has. His Anyone dad made a good name a very for the moderate family. Democrat has a far better chance than the AOCs will for the next 50, 60, 70 years. Sure. America's not ready for those people. Yeah. The Elizabeth Warren's AOCs, that's the Republicans' dream candidates, as yeah. you were saying. They're not going to win. They're right. just not. Unless, you know. I don't. I live here in Kentucky. I don't like Andy Bashir's policies. I thought during the very beginnings of COVID, he'd done as well as anybody could have done. And I, we even gave him credit for that. Yep. Um, he is more far to the left than I'm comfortable with. But for Democrats, still not that far. Exactly. A lot of them a whole lot further than him. Exactly. And I feel like he is a, he is a very, from when he first got into politics to where he is now, he is a very polished politician. But I don't think he has the national name recognition. No, but that's why I think that if he runs now and starts building that, a couple of elections I think if he runs road, now, yes, yes, absolutely. That's, that's what I was If he runs getting. now, 2028, maybe 2032, exactly. I don't think exactly. he's a huge threat to win now, but he could turn into one. So here's some celebs from the Democrat side who are known liberals, who have been rumored to be interested and or viable and or thought about for president. Are you ready? Do you, I bet you can guess one of them. No. Richest woman, self-woman in the, in the world. No. Bezos' wife? No, no, not her. The other one. She may have given so much away she's no longer the richest woman. Who is it then? Oprah Winfrey. Oh, I hadn't heard any, no. zero mention of her being she, interested. She was rumored to think be thinking about running prior to the last election. Okay. Um, Michelle Obama. I don't think she has. It. I think she would have a star by her name as a Republican's best dream. But, no, um, not really. I mean, we, how could you say that after Obama, when what he did in back-to-back elections? Yeah, but he's she's not Obama. She has all of, in my opinion, she has all the personality of your cabinet there. <laughs> I think she had a better personality than Obama did. Well, well, we'd have to agree to disagree. He didn't have much of a personality. I didn't think. No, I don't think either one of them did. To be blunt, but he was a very good speaker. Oh yes, I you think know. she is too. I don't. I think that here's what's going to hurt her is that when she was enacting all of her stupid food choices in schools, those kids that had to change from having pizza and hamburgers to yogurt and uh, that, granola that crumbs that didn't happen. No one. <laughs> those <listened>. people <laughs> no. are now voting age. That didn't happen. Show me one place that. <laughs> and the other philanthropist uh, celebrity um, has already ran once, Andrew Yang. And would you rather? Would you rather a first lady pick a topic like that, or someone do what Hillary Clinton did and try to immerse herself in politics? So you knew she was going to be running for office down the road oh, back yeah. when she was. Yeah. You know, before she married Bill, probably. <laughs> but back when she was Bill's wife, you just look at—I mean, she picked the the health care. Right. She tried to reform health care 
that was her big platform. And most women are like Michelle Obama. School lunches. Yeah. School bullying was Just say no. That was Nancy Reagan. So many of them are, it sounds good, looks good on paper, but it really doesn't amount to a pile of beans. I'd rather they pick something like that than be like Hillary and try to use their husband being elected for president to make a name for themselves in politics. I didn't like that. I never did. I got you. So, all right. Now, you've heard my list. Okay. Two Democrats, two Republicans, and who's going to win? Now, and you can be president, vice president. So That's I'm what I mean. Two Democrats. One president. Of the two. No. One president, one VP Democrats. One president, one VP Republican, and the winner of the two. Yes, I don't I'd rather do this. Just pick my top two Democrats and my top two Republicans. Okay. And then say who I think will probably come out on top of those two. And if you want, say who I think will end up being okay. president do it. out of it. Do it. The top two Republicans. And I don't know how much of this is me thinking it will actually happen versus me hoping it will happen. Okay. Especially with Republicans. It doesn't matter. Number one, Nikki Haley. It's way too early anyway. Yeah, I agree. Number one, (laughs) Nikki Haley. Number two, Mike Pence. And Mike Pence has no chance. None. And actually, I'd probably rather him than anyone. I think the world of Mike Pence, I think he's an extremely good guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything bad to say about Mike Pence. Really don't. Of the two, I think only Nikki Haley would have a chance. Democrats. Number one is Joe Manchin. Number two, Tulsi Gubbard, uh, Gabbard, followed closely with Kirsten Cinema. Those two are almost tied, with Joe Manchin being the easy winner. And if Joe Manchin runs against Nikki Haley, Joe Manchin will win. I, it's pretty accurate. I, I agree with you 100% on the Democrats. Uh, 100%. Joe I'm going to go with Ron DeSantis, uh, who is the, the favorite. I actually believe if I had to choose two Republicans out of just this list today over nothing else, okay, um, I really feel that um, Mike Pence is is going to be there. Really? I do. And uh, it's for the same reason. Even though none of the Trump people like him, you know that, right? I know Trump that. people wanted to crucify, kill this man. Right, I understand, and that's that's a huge chunk. But I think I'm, I'm talking my I personal hope right. preference. I hope you're right. Um, and the second one I would pick um, would probably be Marco Rubio, who I didn't like in the last election. He you was didn't. part of the Gang of Eight. I didn't like that. I didn't like anything about that. Um, to be blunt, I didn't like much anything about John McCain, and he was the leader of that. So, um, but I think he has the political chops. I think he has the money networks. I think he has the the name recognition now, and I think that he's a very viable candidate for president. And it's just like you talked about, and I'm going to steal your lines here about Marco Rubio four years ago. What better way to heal the Republican Party? Not only heal, but help for the next 20, 30, yes. and that's probably what you meant by heal. Right. Yes, we would. You and I were saying if we had ran Ben Carson and Marco Rubio, we would have helped the Republican Party a hundred times for many generations to come. Instead, we picked the one person that would set us back 20 years. Yeah, and I thought, you know, I looked up and down. There's no mention of Ben Carson even being interested in running again. I'm not hurting that. Um, and I really like Ben Carson then. Uh, he was a slow speaker, and that hurt him. Very thoughtful. But he thought about everything he said. Everything that came out of the man's mouth was thought out. It was well done. He I didn't make gaps. I didn't he was think honest. it was meant to. No. 
Absolutely. Lee's a group of people. It was um, what he and it, it really saddened me that I couldn't find him, a way to put him on the list. But that being said, I think Marco Rubio, Mike Pence, I think that, that those two are my two. So out of those, I think Joe Manchin wins hands down. If he decides to run. Which of the two Republicans, first of all? Um, I think given the, the very fact that Trumpites hate Mike Pence, I think that that puts Marco okay. Rubio to win. Gotcha. Um, and then Manchin over him. And then, I, man, I tell you, it depends on who Marco's vice president would come up to be. Because while many people a, vote for the VP? I understand, but in this particular case, I just feel like if he were to pick somebody, uh, and I don't know who that somebody would be, um, but I, I think that would be a much tighter race than him versus Mike Pence. I think it's going to be hard if Joe Manchin decides to run to beat Joe Manchin, period. I agree. And I'm not sure that's a bad idea. I just don't think they'll do it. I think instead you'll see Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, some of the people you've seen. Some crazy recently, person. Yeah. Who has zero chance of winning. Yeah. In the or Midwest they're going to run Joe Biden again, who has even less than zero chance. You know, after everything you and I said, it's probably going to be Trump and Biden. Wouldn't that be so? If And, and let me say this. We're, we're, way, we're eight minutes over right now. But um, if, if Trump and Biden okay, are our two best guys again, what is wrong with us? Yes, absolutely. What is wrong with the American? What can we fix in the American voting system that Why makes that not something? Happen? Why didn't we in learn the last something? Four years, right? I totally agree. Um, so shame on us if that happens. Totally. But agree. Uh, so I know we've really not a good thumbs up, thumbs down on this. But I love this kind of stuff. It feeds me. So I'm going to say thumbs up. Give me more and more and more. No, I'm going to say thumbs down. It's too freaking early. <laughs> Way too early list. Again, in 2024, yeah, let's hear more about these guys. Well, we're now online. We're on air giving our opinions and our our predictions. We'll see how they change because I'll do this once every six months. We'll see how things change and shake out and see how close we were. Sounds good. Two years early. We may be prophets, Jerry. You don't know. Absolutely. Anyway, guys, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, for episode number 12. Don't forget, next week we have Rapid Fire. Can't wait for that. I get to show Jerry how wrong he is on so many things over and over again. Um, and and uh, I think that's it. I appreciate you being here. So far, we've still got a few days in the month. We're in six countries, 22 states, over 500 downloads for the month. I'm stoked. Let's keep that ball rolling. Like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Send us an email, newsworthy with Steve and Jerry at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you guys later. Have an awesome rest of your week.